but the foundation is hoping for justice to be served. For us, justice would be to hand down the decision of the Pretoria North High Court, the decision of Judge Mokojano, who for some weird reason decided that the parole itself uh, was not done properly. Number one, number two, he then also wanted some to add to the sentence himself. Uh, he wanted all the period that uh, his excellency President Zuma has been out. He wants that now to be added onto the sentence as if being on parole uh, means we are free. So we hope that uh, this uh, Supreme Court of Appeal judgment is going to correct that and set the record straight and let South Africa know that when you are in parole, you are still a prisoner. When you are in parole, you are still under the correctional supervision of correctional services. And therefore, the import of uh, Judge uh, Matujane was totally nonsensical. It must be rejected. As it was. So hoping that uh, that is the case. In fact, for us as a foundation, we don't think that uh, the judgment is about President Zuma. We think the judgment is really about correcting the jurisprudence because at the end of the day, President Zuma has served the full 15 months that uh, was uh, meted out to him without trial, the 15 months that was meted out to him without giving him even the opportunity to mitigate uh, the sentence and all of that, a very cruel judgment uh, that has gone through. Uh, so he respected that cruel judgment for 15 months. So we don't think that uh, there's anything more that will be done. Mm. What legal arguments has Mr. Zuma's legal team put forward in his defense? It's a simple thing. Matojana, when he made that ruling, he made that ruling when he uh, the information. He had a redacted medical report. I mean, even you, not being a judge or a lawyer, you would not, you just know that this is obvious. If you have a judge that is sitting with a redacted uh, medical report, but he makes a decision on issues that he did not see himself, how do you do this? You know, the, on that and that alone, he should be thrown out because this judge used half the information because he had a predetermined outcome. It's almost like a hired gun. So this is what is compromising the justice system of this country. If you have a judge with half the information, but he makes uh, life-changing decisions. Mm. So are you saying that this decision was politically motivated? And are you insinuating that our judicial system is somewhat captured? This has got all the hallmarks of a judicial capture. No sober judge can make that kind of a decision. No sober judge can deem that a parole is almost like on holiday. And he says, because you're on parole, uh, you miss all the period that you've been on parole, you must go and save it inside. Doesn't he understand that parole is part of the prison sentence? Doesn't he understand that parole means that you're still under the supervision of the correctional services? That's why when you're on parole, that you're still a prisoner. Why do we have a judge that doesn't understand this? So indeed, it has got all the hallmarks of judicial capture. Now, when we look at the medical parole for the former president, we have seen him making various uh, public appearances, speeches on behalf of the Jacob Zuma Foundation. So how is the president terminally ill, yet in the same breath he's available for positions within the ANC? I think that uh, statement is misguided. President Zuma did not put himself for anything. It is the branches of the ANC that are persuading him to stand for this or that position. So, and as, as extent, Zuma has not pronounced, but uh, uh, branches of the ANC have all the right to their leaders. 
Uh, and uh, as far as the branches are concerned, they're doing what their branches do. What's going to be happening in the ANC in December is conference of branches. So branches are pronouncing using that democratic right. So President Zuma has not confirmed yet said that when he gets to the conference, he'll deal with it there. But at this point, he had not put himself for anything in the discipline name of the ANC. He knows that it's not for him to raise his hand, but it's for the branches to make the nominations as they've done. So branches have done that. You can't blame President Zuma for the democracy exercised by branches. I know you're confident that the court will rule in your favor, but what do you think the implications would be if Mr. Zuma is sent back to prison? No, that's impossible. It's not even something to think about because uh, he has served his sentence in full. Uh, so how can that be? In fact, we argue that uh, even if the decision was wrong in the, in the first instance, it should not be President Zuma's problem. He did not in the first instance apply for the parole, and therefore the fact that the correctional services decided that uh, he must be on parole. It was all government decisions. Why should President Zuma suffer for government decisions that he had no influence on? He was just there as a, a sick prisoner, and uh, the correctional services made a calling, made a, a ruling, having done medical tests and everything, and they make a just and an informed decision that uh, it will be cruel, it will be inhumane to keep them in the uh, in prison when they don't have the wherewithal to look after his medical well-being. Now, if anybody else uh, thinks that uh, a person like that must go back to jail, uh, even having done that sentence, I mean, that, that question itself is irrational. A person has gone through his sentence 15 months as a prisoner. What, is, what more do you want? Are you saying now we must extend the uh, sentence of President Zuma? This would be the upset at the most. So overall, you're saying that Mr. Afa Fraser made the right decision by releasing uh, the former president on medical parole. Afa Fraser took the decision that he was legally entitled to do because as a DG or a commissioner, he can make decisions on all inmates that are there for a period less than 24 months. So therefore, that decision was within his competence to make. He made that decision. And that decision was not just because he wanted to make that decision. It was informed by a medical report. There's a medical report that uh, had all the elements that uh, ticked the boxes for a medical parole. He looked at that. Although there were conflicting reports and all of that, he made a call. And the call that he made, he made it within uh, the competence given uh, by the law. Uh, the Correctional Services Act gives him the, the, uh, the right and the authority. He's got the original power to make this decision. So he made this decision, and uh, from where we sit, we think uh, he made the right decision.